Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning we're going to begin a new series called Rethinking Church. We're going to explore in God's Word what it means for us to be the church, to be God's people gathered together around His Word, around His sacrament, around the gifts that He offers. God's people gather together in what we've called a post-church culture. We've used that term before. You know, as well as God's people gather together in the midst of a pandemic when many of us are gathering virtually together. And as we live our lives together as followers of Jesus, and as we live out the mission to which he has called us. As we do that, I want to start with a question. And the question is this right here. Have you ever bruised, sprained, or broken your foot or any other part of your body? If so, if you're here, you know, if you're virtually, you can raise your hand. A number of you have done that. I think almost everyone's probably bruised something at least. I could tell you a story. The year was 1996. The reason I know it was 96 is that because my wife was pregnant and we had not moved as we did in January just around the block in the middle of a severe snowstorm. Not the best time to move, by the way, especially when your wife's pregnant. But, you know, I was moving in the house, our kitchen table. You know, we were a young couple. It was in seminary, and so it was nothing fancy. But I wanted to move the kitchen table from point A to point B. I don't remember why. I just know I picked up the kitchen table, and I was moving it along when suddenly something happened. You want to guess what happened? You're going to probably guess I dropped it in my foot, Right? You are absolutely wrong. You see, the table, um, the table was one of those tables that could have a, a leaf in it, so it could come apart, right? So you could put the leaf in it. Now, if I'd grabbed the table like this, if my arms were long enough, I'd have probably been okay. And if I would have thought a little bit more when I grabbed the table, and maybe in two different positions, I'd have been okay. But instead, I grabbed the table at the top, and I'm walking along. Now you can probably guess what happened. The table decided, that's right, the table decided it needed the insert, and so it went down and right on top of my foot, and of course I was barefoot at the time. You know, um, my wife still laughs about that, thinks it's funny. It hurt. I probably had a hairline fracture and, and walked around, and I limped for a long time. I couldn't hardly put a shoe on for the longest time because it hurt really bad, and you can kind of feel that when you've hurt your foot, your leg, your hand, your arm, any part of your body, when something's not working right, you know, the rest of it tries to compensate, but it's just not quite all there. Well, this morning, Paul speaks to us in 1 Corinthians about the church, and as he does that, he uses the image of the church being the body of Christ. And he talks about the body of Christ. The reason he's writing this is because the church in Corinth was having conflict. There was disunity in a number of different levels. And one of those was as they talked about each other and who was more important than the other. And Paul is trying to get them to gather together to understand who they are in Christ Jesus. That who they are is ones for whom Jesus had suffered, died, and rose again. So here's the important part for us to remember as we think about this, these words of Paul. And it's this. You are a significant part of the body of Christ. You are a significant part of the body of Christ. Now as you think about that, I brought with me here a big bowl of, if you can see this here, these are what? Rubber bands, right? You know, rubber bands have been around for 175 years. 
175 years, March 17, 1845, Stephen Perry invented rubber bands. He worked for a rubber company so that he could bind together either paper or envelopes. And there's all kinds of purposes you can have with a rubber band, right? You can make those little airplanes. Have you ever done that before? You have the propeller and you spin it like that and you let it go and it flies off. You can do it and you can make something like this and, and put a you know, spit wad in there. I never did that in school. You can make a slingshot and shoot something out. It's got all kinds of great things you can do with rubber bands. And there's probably some very inventive ideas you can do with rubber bands. You can shoot people like Dale did earlier today. Horsing around, he shot me in the forehead. It hurt. Oh, you know, it, it, it's just funny. But you know, there's, there's a lot of great things you can do with rubber bands. And each rubber band, all kinds of different shapes and colors. There's even these little tiny ones that look kind of like it could be a ring on my pinky here. These great rubber bands. Well, as you take a look at this, let's take a look here now at Paul's words. Again, Paul is writing to this group of Christians who were having some struggles. A number of different levels. They did not have that sense of unity and being together. And he uses the analogy of the church being the body of Christ. And he talks about how the body has many parts. The body has many parts. Let's read it together. These words from 12, 12, 1 Corinthians 12, 12. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body, so it is with Christ. The human body has many parts. All kinds of different parts we have to our bodies, Right? And we all make up this body of Christ, Paul says. So kind of, again, like a big bowl of rubber bands. There are many different parts, but we all make up the body of Christ. We all make up the church. And we come from different backgrounds, different experiences, you know, different gifts and talents that we might have, but we all make up the body of Christ. Paul writes elsewhere in scriptures that, you know, we have one faith, one Lord, one baptism. We have this sense of unity. We are unified together in Jesus. The body has many parts, but then he goes on and he talks about that there are many parts, but one body. There are many parts, but there is one body. Verse 18, Paul writes these words. But in fact, let's read this together. God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Now think about just for a moment how profound that is. Not only for our physical bodies, that, you know, God has put our bodies together the way that they have, you know, that they function the way they function. But as we think about the church, not only the church at large in the world, the Christian church, but even our local congregation you know, here at Holy Savior, and if you have others joining us from other parts of the state and, and, and the nation and the world, you know, your church, that God has brought you, he has brought us together, he's put us together for his purpose. That God has a design in us being here. And let's go back again to that, the significant thing, is that you are a significant part of the body of Christ. You are a significant part of the body of Christ. You are significant. That's important to understand that. You are significant. You are significant enough that Jesus died for your sins. You are significant enough that in faith, the Holy Spirit calls you to faith, and the Holy Spirit has gifted you and me. He's gifted all of us, and he brings us together. The body has many parts. There are many parts, but there is one body, and the body needs all of its parts. 
The body needs each and every one of us. So as you, again, you think about this, you know, we are all gathered here together. The body needs all of us, all the experiences that we have, all the gifts that we have. And sometimes we may look at ourselves and think, you know, I'm really not that important. I really have very little to offer. You know, I'm not that gifted. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm not, you know, brave enough to stand in front of people. I can't teach people. I can't, you know, do things mechanically. You know, all the different things that God, but he brings us together. He brings us together for his mission and his purpose. He brings us together to live and celebrate his love and to share that love with each other and to share that love as we go out into the world. That we are part of a whole. That we are not, you know, all alone. We are not just that one rubber band, that one Christian, but he's brought us together. Now, originally I thought about having a volunteer come forward because I was going to say, ask for a volunteer. And maybe thought about Dale because Dale shot me with a rubber band. Um, no. But I, I thought rubber bands, again, you know, this is, again, the way we sometimes think about our lives. You know, as Christians, God has brought us together, and he does what? He gathers us, and he sends us out, right? There you go. Rubber bands. I don't know if you can see them on screen or not. The rubber bands, you know, he sends us out, and we sometimes think that's the way that God has sent us out, right? And we go from here, we go from church, and God is sending us out into the world. And, and while we can accomplish a lot as one rubber band, the thing is, we are what? We are many parts, but one body. You and I, we are the body of Christ. We are, you are significant to the body of Christ. So originally I was going to have a volunteer so I could throw some rubber bands at you like that and have you do that. But then I was going to ask you to say, now I got right here. If you've ever seen one of these before, these rubber band balls, you know, all tightly bound together. All part of one rubber band making a whole. And this is really what Paul is getting at. There's no longer Jews or Greeks, slave or free. There's no longer this person or that person. We are all bound together in Jesus. And then Jesus, he's called us to live and share and to celebrate the love that he has for us. The love that moved him to the cross. The Savior who lived, died, and rose again. And the Savior who calls us to share that love with each other and sends us out to share that love with the world. In a few moments, we're going to hear about one of the things that we've been working on. It's been in our announcements about, you know, as the schools begin to reopen and, of course, they're doing a lot of things. They're trying to be as safe as they can. And how can we, you know, support the schools? And we can do, you know, things as individuals. But we do so much more when we do it together. We do so much more when we serve and love one another and we serve and love the world, sharing the love that Jesus has for us in Christ. Bound together. So here's the question for us. The question for us to kind of reflect on and think about as we go through these uncertain times, as we go through these kind of chaotic times, knowing that we have a God who loves us and a God who is with us, and a God who has pulled us and brought us together. How does being part of a whole change how you think about church? Now, again, this is what I mean. You know, the church is not just a bunch of individuals. It is. You know, just like there's individual rubber bands in here. But we are bound together in Jesus. We are a whole. How does that shape your understanding of what the church is and who you are as a significant part of the church, of Christ's mission in the world? Let's pray. God of love, we thank you and we praise you that you have called us and gathered us together. 
And Lord, you've gifted each and every one of us. Lord, we are significant because you say we are significant. We are significant because you have gifted us through our experiences and our talents and our passions. And you've gathered us together, Lord. You've gathered us together to share your love with one another and to share and to show your love to our community and world. Lord, help us to see the significance that we have as a part of the body of Christ, as a part of your church and this congregation. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, 